Hey guys, you are listening to The Joe Show, but we are not starting just yet. We got a couple of ads, so sit right there, wait for these couple of ads, and we'll get the show started. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sarah, and every week my co-host Joe and I sit down and talk about some really crazy true crime cases. We are not expert investigators, just true crime listeners like you. So join us every Tuesday at 8 a.m. on Spotify and on YouTube. You may just help us solve a case. everybody to the Joe show I am Joe your host and I'm just sitting in here by myself today guys this is a crazy week for me well not a crazy week but we're starting to do a little bit of uh, transition is what we got going on right now see I'm getting ready to go to uh, Marion Illinois for some CDL training and right now I'm just trying to get all the shows in line you know trying to make sure Marcus and Mason, they need what they need. Um, Code 187, trying to make sure they're doing their thing. And the armor's block, just trying to get them all set up. But uh, trying to get everything going so that when I leave, because I'll be gone for three weeks at this CDL class. Three to four weeks is what they've been telling me. And uh, I'm not going to be here to do much production work. I'll probably do some Patreon episodes, but mo- mainly for like all the big stuff, I-, I probably won't be here. So just trying to get all that set up and make sure everybody's taken care of. But how's your week looking? How's everything going? Um, with us recording and me working at Pepsi now, my schedule has been crazy. So it's been a long time since I've been, you know, here. Either with Marcus and Mason or just here by myself. So I'm really glad to be here in the seat talking to you guys, running the board. My uh, production horniness is gone. (laughs) That's the first time I ever said that. (laughs) Yes, I'm having my podcast orgasm right now. (laughs) All right. Listen, we even started the show all the way, and here I am already messing up stuff. So, there's some things that I've been seeing in the news um, that I just want to talk about. Guys, did you see that Mr. Hugh Jackman himself is coming back and is playing Wolverine in the new Deadpool movie? Guys, I am pumped for this because this is something that Ryan Reynolds has been talking about for a while now. And he was trying to get Hugh to do it for the longest time. He was like, we should always do it. We should meet up. We should have this movie. And, you know, he was just like, no, you know, man, I'm kind of getting tired of this this character. You know, he's been playing this character since the late 90s, you know. And it was actually even one of those characters where um, 
he, his wife told him, no, you shouldn't take this character. You shouldn't take this character. You shouldn't play this character. She really didn't want him to do it. And then he did it anyway. And look how iconic this character has become. Like they've talked about in recent or in recent years that they were going to, you know, cast uh, different people to be Wolverine. But I think that with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, that was Marvel's very first um, great pick. You know what I'm saying? Because Marvel's has a lot of those, you know, like. Hugh Jackman is always going to be, or, <laughs> oh, I'm getting ahead of self. It's always going to be um, Wolverine. Patrick Stewart is always going to be uh, Professor X. Uh, uh, Sir Ian McGillan, who oh, I don't know why I'm messing up his name right now, he's always going to be Magneto. Robert Downey Jr. is always going to be Iron Man, and so on and so on. This was, I think, this is one of their very first big picks where. This character is going, this person, this actor or actress is going to be um, the character forever. And it's going to be in everybody's mind. You know, I mean, I think even my kids, once I start showing them the movies, they're going to be like, oh, who's this new Wolverine? When they do recast somebody. And they're going to be like, no, Hugh Jackman is the Wolverine, you know? So I'm, me, myself, I'm super excited for him to bring back. Um, uh, Wolverine, seeing how they're going to let it tie in with Logan, you know. Um, I do, I will say it's one of those things where uh, in movies they do jump back and forth um, with uh, timelines and everything. And hold on, let me, let me, let's talk about that. When did we get so nitpicky about timelines and everything? Was it when Marvel did the snap? You know, because I, I kind of feel like that's where we're at nowadays is, you know, if Marvel puts out, you know, She-Hulk or a new series or a new movie, we're like, where in the timeline is this, you know? And uh, so I, I just want to know, where do we get kind of obsessed with that? You know, was this before or was it after? Um, because that's a question that's already been happening. They're like, how is this going to fit in the timeline, you know? How is this going to fit with uh, Logan? If you don't know about Logan, you know, spoiler alert, Wolverine dies. You know, so, um, so yeah, that happened. So now people are wondering what's going to happen. How is Wolverine back? You know, did, are they going to say that, oh, before Wolverine died, he met Deadpool and all this and stuff. But I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm super interested to see how this is going to play out. I want to know, is it going to be rated R, rated PG-13? I've seen a little bit. I really haven't seen any trailers or anything. I just saw a, a little bit that Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman had uh, on online. I saw that. So that was pretty fun. Um, but if it's like rated R, man, oh, my God. Just the violence and things we get to see. Like, what if it's like a... Uh, uh, King Kong versus um, Godzilla kind of thing where you've got uh, Wolverine and Deadpool. They're fighting, you know. Um, maybe it's going to be like a Batman-Superman thing. You know, they're starting out fighting because they don't really like each other. I mean, they both cannot die because uh, they, they uh, heal. They've got their healing. They heal fast. So, um, so what if they're, they're fighting in the beginning 
and then they, uh, towards the end, they, they find this big ultimate enemy that they have to face themselves. I mean, that'd be cool. I don't care. Listen, I'm one, I'm one of those movie guys, right, who I really don't care how certain films and things turn out with uh, some of my, like, favorite superheroes and things. I will talk bad about a film, but I will enjoy it for what it is, right? Um, I was just talking to somebody about Star Wars. You know, I enjoy seeing Star Wars films. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, I enjoy seeing them. And I will go and see them because they are Star Wars films, you know. I watch Marvel and everything Marvel puts out because I'm a Marvel's fan. I enjoy the product they put out, even whether it's good or bad. I don't like Miss Marvel, the movie, you know. I really didn't care for the movie. But you might find me going, going back and re-watching it years later because I enjoy films like that. I might watch it in chronological order or something like that. And I might fall in love with it, you know? I'm just, I just, I like films because of what it is. It's kind of like production work. I like doing this just because I like doing it. There are some days I have bad days here where our audio's not working the best and we give you a crappy episode. And there's times where we just do phenomenally great. You know, we do a great job. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm really pumped about that. I saw a little bit of articles and things about that. Uh, let me see here. There was another topic that I had here that I was going to talk. No, not that one. Not yet. I do want to give a shout out to make sure you keep, um, the people in Fort Myer in your prayers. Okay, um, Fort Myer, uh, it's gotten hit by, I think it's Hurricane uh, Ian. And if you've never been to Fort Myer area down in Florida, it is a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. Me and my boys went down there um, some years ago, and I had a fantastic time going down there. You know, the traffic sunk, the, you know, the traffic sucked because we were on an island, you know. So we couldn't really get off the island. It took you about 30 minutes to get off the island, you know. And, uh, but it's just a tourist area. The people were great. The food was great. The attractions and things that you could do down there was really, really great. But since the hurricane has come through, ah, it's, it's, it's not looking too good, you know. Um, They've had before and after pictures on Facebook that I've seen. It's not looking too good. So just keep uh, your thoughts and prayers to people out there um, who lives in the Fort Myer area, who will just live in that area um, down there uh, because they're going through some times with um, that hurricane that just went through there. Real quick before we go through the break. Actually, you know what? This is my podcast. We might, we might not even do a break. No, we're going to do a break. But... The new Jeffrey Dahmer series came out. Well, it, it's probably been out for a little bit, but there's 10 episodes that they have out now. And people are going crazy, and they're going crazy watching it. And then if you listen to me on Code 187, you know that Sarah and I are super pumped for this, for this series. I don't even, if Sarah, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen episode one. Okay, and from what I can tell from listening to uh, the serial killing uh, podcast I listen to in different variations of what 
I've heard, they're doing a really good job with it, right? It's, um, it's very slow. The first episode is very slow, okay? Um, I'm, I'm not going to really tell you, try to give any spoilers, but it, they're, they're, starting the, um, they're starting it kind of where he got caught. That's how they're starting it, right? And then they're going from there. So if you don't know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, go look it up. Um, go look it up. Watch this series. If you're into serial killers and things like that, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the cat and mouse game with it. I'm fascinated how somebody can get away with something like this for so long, especially some of the things he did, you know. Um, I was fascinated by it and fascinated by this case, you know. Um, especially because um, with some uh, with a lot of his murders, it was some it was people of color, you know. So really interested in watching this series. Like I've only gotten through half of episode one, but if you're really into true crimes and stuff, um, check that out. Now here's my thing with this. This is aired on Netflix, right? And people are watching this. And they are watching it, and then they're posting on Facebook, and they're just like, I can't believe uh, how gruesome and atrocious these crimes were, and I couldn't even really watch it because it was just so, so grotesque and this, and I didn't know this, and that, and that happened. I was like, he's, lit he's Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, people know his name, you know? It's like Ted Bundy. You know his name. He's famous. He is the cannibal guy, you know? That's what he did. So, like, if you know, if you look up Jeffrey Dahmer, cannibalism is the first thing you see, right? Even if you knew kids who were listening, that's the first thing you see, right? So, in my mind, I don't know how your mind works, but in my my detective mind, if you say cannibal, I'm already thinking it is a fucked up crime. I mean, it's going to be messed up. It's going to be a messed up series, you know. Um, and, and, and plus, if you are a person who's really into true crime and stuff like that, why should this, this shouldn't be a surprise to you. The stories we hear, I mean, uh, in Code 187, Sarah and I were even talking about how we listen to so many true crimes or we watch so many uh, documentaries on serial killers and all these murders and things that we kind of grow numb to it. And we have to watch something like comedy or something like that in order to, uh, in order to uh, bring us back to life, to give us some feeling, you know? So um, I, just, I just thought it was a little crazy that people are watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series that's on Netflix right now. And they're like, oh, I didn't know it's going to be like this. I didn't know it's going to be like this. Well, do a little bit of research, right? Do a little bit of research before you go into this one, okay? If you've never heard of Jeffrey Dahmer, do a little bit of research. Find out a little bit about the case. Then go and watch this series. Because for a true crime lover like me, this is a big one. And I'm really interested to seeing how uh, they do um, the life of, of him. That's how I really want to see how they're going to go through the cases and the trials and things like that. This even makes me want to go back and look up the actual cases to make sure that, that everything was accurate and things like that. So go check that out. Guys, I need a break. 
So we're going to be right back after our little break here. And I got more stuff for you. So sit back, relax. We'll be right back after this ad. See you on the flip side. Hi, my name is Marcus, and I am the host of Comic Corner. Along with my co-host Mason, we bring the kingdom of geekdom to light, or to darkness. Join us as we talk about heroes, villains, myths, and more things nerdy. Listen to us every Wednesday at 8 on Spotify. Brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Armors Block, which is brought to you by Gateway Pro and Blue Code Arms Company. No matter your era, we got your six. I'm your host, Hootie, along with Joe, and we will talk about everything gun and what to do with them on Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. So grab a beer, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Back from the past, and we are going into the future. On the first half, I was just talking about, you know, things that's going on in the entertainment world, and let me tell you something. I think this is what this episode's going to be, just kind of like an entertainment episode that we're doing. Because I keep seeing a lot of things in the news that either kind of just in the entertainment world that kind of just gets me, you know? And one of the things that really gets me is I hate haters. If you can't tell from last week's episode, which, let me, let me, let me, yeah, I've learned from my mistakes. uh, I've learned from my mistakes of being a Kirby person. Um, and I just really, that, that whole thing was, the whole episode last week was not, I, what I wanted you, this is what I wanted you guys to get out of that. I wanted you to get out of that is, the, see, I'm over here trying to think while I'm doing this. I should have prepared for this. But I wanted you to get this, that you are going to want to do things in your life that might not seem feasible or realistic or you know it might seem stupid to other people but you should not let that get in the way of you doing it if that's something that you really want to do if it follows those guidelines you know it fits into those guideline guidelines you know that's what i really want you to get out go out and do what you want to do so i just just wanted to just recap that last week because i know with me getting all emotional and stuff like that that could really tainted everything but if you haven't heard last week's episode go back and listen to it and you can hear what i'm talking about but there are a lot of haters in the world and i don't understand it okay 
especially when it comes to politics and religion. There are a lot of haters. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Trevor Noah, great comedian, right? He's the host of the, I think it's The Daily Show. And he has come out and said that he is retiring. And you have people on here that say nobody watched Trevor Noah and no one will watch his, uh, his unfunny liberal replacement either. Now, I really never watched The Daily Show, but I catch it on Facebook and on TikTok every once in a while. You know, the clips, you know. And some of the things he was saying, it didn't, it didn't sound wrong. You know what I'm saying? It never seemed like it was he was left or right. You know, I mean, he might be a liberal, he might be a Democrat, whatever, who cares. But the things that he was saying, it didn't seem like it was, it swung left or right. It sounded like it was something that he was, what he was saying, it just sounded like something human beings needed to know. You know, he was given the news. He's doing basically what I'm doing. He would get topics and then he would just try to make them funny. You know, and he had serious moments and things like that. But I don't understand. If you don't like his show, then don't watch it. If you didn't watch his show, why are you bitching and complaining about it? I don't understand. He must have been successful whether it was with liberals or with people on the right or conservatives, he must have been pretty successful because he's been going on this this long. And he's been in movies, you know, and he's a comic. So, you know, he's doing, he's, he's pretty successful. And listen, I, I think the, another reason why I'm really, really heated about this is because um, Kevin Hart has this podcast, you know, um, I, 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 I can't, it's uh, Comedian Gold Mines is what it's called, right? And it's this um, podcast where he gets comedians and he just really just talks to them about real life and stuff. If you have not heard this podcast, go listen to it. If you're really a big comedian fan, go listen to it, you know. But he had Trevor Noah on it one time. And he was just talking about some real, real stuff on there, man. And it was, and it was so real. It was such a positive message that it made me think twice about my life. And I don't mean in a bad way. He made me think about what I wanted in production and how I can shape it to be bigger and better. And it really affected me, you know. It changed my whole thinking on how I do this, you know. And it's very encouraging, you know. Now, like I said, I don't watch The Daily Show, and I don't really hear uh, a lot of his politics or anything. You know, I'm not a politics guy. I used to be. Not really into it now. But to ban somebody like this, you know, just because, you know, he might be liberal or conservative. Listen, we are big boys and big girls. We need to get rid of that, you know. This is somebody's livelihood. This is his show, you know. So... We just need to really stop the hate and everything, you know. Just stop it. Stop it. We don't. We don't need all this because that's one of those things that, um, like I said, 
if you don't like my show, I don't turn it off. I really don't care. You know, I've got people who really listen to this show and they tell me stuff about it, and they really, really, really like it. I don't know. It's just, mm, it's just a little confusing for me. So let me, let me, let me find something else. Okay, let me find something else. Let's see if I can find something that's a little lighthearted and stuff. So let me see. Let's see, let's see. Ooh, here's a topic. There's a couple topics I want to talk about here. Okay, so number one, why are we so worried about Nick Cannon and how many kids he had? I don't understand. Why is that news? You know, why, how many kids a celebrity have, why is that news? I don't get it. I don't understand. Dude's out there having sex like everybody else, and he's having babies. Now, are they from different women? I don't know the whole story. Please, if you know the story, enlighten me on that. Um, I don't know. I just saw that in the news and everything. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's, it don't affect me. I mean, I guess a lot of stuff that these things, um, that these celebrities do, it don't affect me, but I just want to know why are we so focused on that when everybody and their mom does that? Everybody has kids. You know, everybody can produce kids if they want them. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just stupid. Halloween is coming up. We are finally in the spooky season. I want to know what are some of the costumes, or what are you guys dressing up for Halloween? What are you What are you going to be? I know my family, we're going to be Teen Titans. My kids say we're going to be Teen Titans Go, but I don't believe in Teen Titans Go. I mean, like, I can't say I don't believe in Teen Titans Go because it's a thing. I don't like Teen Titans Go. So I like the original, but my wife's going to be Raven, I'm going to be Beast Boy, my old eldest son's going to be Cyborg, and my youngest son's going to be Robin. If we had a fifth person in the family, they'd be Starfire. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're going to be for Halloween. What are you guys going to be for Halloween? I want to know. Please write down in the comments. I want to see them. I want to see them uh, or messages on Patreon or whatever. Um, so that's a big question I had, and then I really, before we, this, this is the last thing I'm going to end on, right here, right, I probably should have started out with this, was, whoo, man, I don't even know who I need to talk about it, jeez, because I don't have Marcus or Mason or anybody else's commentary, so, listen, I'm a, I'm going to pitch this, right, to you. I'm going to throw you a uh, fly ball, and I want you to catch it, and I want you to think about it, let it fester, and then I want you to write in the comments and things like that and tell me, what do you think about that, right? Okay, so here we go. So this is just something that's been on my mind that I've been thinking about lately, and it's really come from studying um, black history and things like that in the recent years, right? So if you've been listening to The Joe Show for a couple of years, you know we started doing uh, 28 Days of Black History. And then we this year we did uh, Inventors, you know, being black in America. And we, we do stuff for Juneteenth and things like that. You know, I've really... Um, discovered my black history in these past couple of years, you know. And black people have been through a lot. We have been through a lot, you know, from, uh, you know, just here in America, we've been through a lot and we've accomplished and we have come so far. But 
we have not reached all the way the level of the quality. You know what I'm saying? So um, we have not reached the level of equality that um, that we think we should be at. You know, there are still some areas in life where you know we just don't feel it as equal as our Caucasian counterparts. And I started I started thinking. You know, I was thinking even though we're not there yet, we have still come a long way. And what got me thinking about this was I was delivering some soda, right? And the store owner and my driver at the time were talking about Indian people, right? When I say Indian, I don't mean Native Americans. I mean actual Indian people because they... You know, they run, a lot of Indian people, they run gas stations, right? And she was, like, the lady who, the store owner, she owned, like, the last, I want to say, white-owned gas station in the area. Because a lot of the Indian owners had came, come in and they had taken the gas station because nobody wanted to run them. And so he was trying to take her gas station. And so I had walked into this conversation. I was getting the last card of soda. And the, they're, they're talking bad about Indian people, you know. And uh, they were talking bad about them. And they were uh, looking at me and smiling and joking about this. And I was just like, hey, that's not right. You know, that don't sound right. I don't think you guys should be talking about it. It's like, oh, we're just telling the truth about certain stuff, right? And... <laughs> it baffled me, kind of threw me back a little bit, because I was like, uh, I was like, I as a black man, my people have come pretty far in life, but have we have we come, you know, far? Have we come to a point where we're kind of seen as equal on this level, where we can start talking about other people? You know what I'm saying? Where we are part of the racism. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is all coming out right. Because I haven't had much time to really think about it. I've talked to a couple people about it. And when I was telling them, they understood where I was coming from. So I'm just I'm really trying to not make this, because this is a sensitive topic too. I really don't want to say anything that's going to make anybody angry. I just, this is me really asking questions and things like that, you know. And basically what I'm trying to say is this, is that a lot of African-American people that I know complain about how we get the shitty end of the stick, you know, how white people are leaving us in the dust and they don't treat us right and how we can't get this or that, and how we're just, you know, we're under the boot, you know. But then you've got other people, other races, here in this beautiful land we live in. They just wish they were part of the stick, you know. 
What about the Indians? What about the Asians? I mean, hell, we had Wally Hippolito on the show uh, last year. He's a comic out in California. And he was talking about Filipino people. Because there was that uh, shooting that happened, um, I think it was uh, down south somewhere, or maybe it was in California, but there was that shooting that happened in that bar. It was like a gay trans bar or something, but there was a lot of Asian people in there, and they were doing the Asian Lives Matter. Excuse me if I'm getting my facts wrong. You know, This is all just coming from memory. But Wally was on here, and he was talking about how, you know, as a Filipino person, he doesn't get too much respect, you know? that he gets treated worse than black people do. And if you're black, you know that's pretty pretty bad, you know? And so it just got me thinking like, if my culture as a black man is getting treated, you know, like we're under the boot, what about these other cultures out there? You know, what about these other cultures that have to, do they, do they have it worse? Are they even thought about, you know? Like, when it comes to rights, I, another thing that got me thinking about this was, like, they're, they're trying to, uh, Texas is trying to put something in place so that, and it has to deal with uh, the 13th or 14th Amendment. No, no, it has to do with the, the voting, voting rights, you know? And they were, they're trying to get rid of the um, Voting Act of 1965. They're trying to get rid of that down in Texas. And I was like, hold on a second. You cannot do that just so you can keep these, uh, these uh, people from Mexico, these illegal immigrants out, you know. You just can't do that because once you take that away, you're going to start this uh, domino effect, you know. And we're going to start going backwards into history. You know, like it just it just boggles my mind. I, I don't know. That was just something I was thinking about. You know, if I'm as a black man am getting treated a certain way by uh, the system or by uh, white people, you know, if I'm getting treated, if I feel like I'm being treated a certain way from this culture, what about these other cultures who are who, who aren't speaking out, you know, as loud as we are because black people are loud. That's like our defense mechanism, you know. If we don't see something right going on, we'll talk about it, you know. We'll talk about it. You know, we'll do something about it. And I'm not saying other cultures don't. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, see, I, I don't want to sit here and, you know, stereotype or anything. I don't want to say anything that's crazy. But I just feel like the reason why we've come so far is because we have, we've spoken up. And we've had help, too. So do we go and help these other cultures? You know, do we use our experience to say, hey, let me help you get to where you can be so you can have equal rights, so you can feel, be on the same playing field we are. And it's crazy that it's 2022 and I have to talk, I have to, I, this subject comes to my, my head, you know. It, isn't it crazy? It's 2022, you know. It's been like 50 years since a black man has had the right to vote, you know. Since we, black people had actually started really, really getting rights, you know. It's been like 50 years. We've come uh, so far and from 
um, where we've been, and we still have a lot of these problems, you know, it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. But then I also look at the fact, too, that the um, United States of America has only been around for 200 years. It's been around, so this, we really don't know anything. But that's another topic there that I can really get into and talk about how, compared to these other countries and things, we really don't know anything as a country. You know, there have been countries in, hell, Africa, Asia. They've been here since the beginning of time. That's where life started, is in that area, you know. And they've been here since the beginning of time. And if you really, what, people have been around since, what? I, I think, what, 10,000 years, you know, is when they say people have been actually around. 10,000 years. And of those 10,000 years, the United States of America has only been here for two, 200, you know. So I'm just, I'm just saying, it's just crazy that we, that it was crazy that I went into that store and I have these two people talking about this, this person and these people and they don't know too much about it. I just think a lot of us as Americans are just dumb and ignorant to other cultures and other races and because of that, we uh, belittle them and we don't give them the same amount of rights. And I think uh, we need to sit down and we need to talk with the, uh, other people because like I said, even Wally, he told me stuff about uh, the Filipino country, um, uh, culture that I didn't know and it kind of opened my eyes just a little bit. And I would really like to sit down and talk to him a little bit more to figure out how his culture works, you know, and how they feel um, here in America, because I, as a black man, I know how I feel. I know what I've experienced, and uh, it's not all been good. And if I could help another culture or somebody else get to the same level, even though I got the shitty end of the stick, but if I can at least help get a culture on the stick, hey, that's good. Now, I'll let you know, I don't know if what I'm saying is all, if it all makes sense or anything, but I'm trying. I've got a voice, and I think it's good that I'm out here using my voice as a superpower to just gain, help people gain knowledge. Like I said, here on The Joe Show, we always try to learn something, and we, we try to make you laugh, and we try to make this entertaining. So, guys, I, one thing I really want you to know is I really appreciate you. I really do. Uh, I, I, like I said, if you heard last week's episode, it's always a little weird for me to say how much I appreciate you because I feel like a lot of podcasters say that. But I really want you to know if you're listening to The Joe Show, whether you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to it, Patreon, thank you so much. One, you're supporting us, okay? Let's get that out of the way. You're supporting us. You are making me money. But at the same time, too, you find the content that Marcus Mason, Alex, and I will put out entertaining. And so I really appreciate that. Without you, I don't think I would find the gusto to go on and keep bringing this stuff out to you. So I'm really grateful for all you guys. And guess what, guys? You found us. So go tell your friends. But you want, if you want, you want to know where you can tell your friends to look us up, you can find us on 
Facebook at Gateway Pro Productions, Reddit at r slash TJS, Instagram at the underscore, whoa, 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 yeah, the Joe Show underscore 20. Same thing for TikTok, the Joe Show underscore 20 on there. We're at patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel for $1, $3, or $5. You guys can become a patron and get bonus episodes. And um, here's just other, like our mess-ups and things like that. Don't forget Mason's favorite thing, merch. You know, if you're in at Starbucks at 4 o'clock in the morning, you're getting a coffee and people are laughing at you because your drip is bad, go check out the Joe Show merch. You can find us at tpublic slash GWP. As of right now, guys, I'm Joe, your host, and I'm headed out of here. I will see you guys later, and thank you for listening to the Joe Show. See you guys later. Bye.